welcome to the Taipei International Church Podcast. My name is Peter Palma, and I'm the pastor of TIC. So glad you're here. Today, I sit down with Diane Thompson. Uh, she is a 77-year-old woman from Texas whose family lives in Taiwan, and we talk about her faith and the outreach that she is engaged in uh, with her church in Texas. And I think you are going to be so encouraged. She also talks a little bit about God's generosity and his faithfulness and lessons that she's learned about giving. So I expect that you are going to be deeply encouraged and blessed by what you hear today. So Diane, welcome to the TIC podcast. And can you share a little bit about yourself for people who don't know, uh, who, don't know who you are? Okay, um, someone asked me, how many times did you come back here? And I said, this is my 14th time. <laughs> 14th time to Taiwan. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And it's all because my son came here to teach, and he started out in Taichung, and then came up here after two years, and he's taught 11 years at TAC. So, TAS. I mean, TAS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And... So I come every fall, and now that I have two little grandsons, um, I especially want to be here over the holidays. So I come and stay through Christmas and one of their birthdays, and um, I love coming to TIC when I'm here. Yeah, well, we love, I love having you, and you've been a part of the prayer ministry and, and coming to the prayer meetings. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've really enjoyed is the stories that you've been telling me about your church in Austin and stories about going out and sharing the gospel uh, outside of the church on the street. And so uh, can you share one of those one of those stories? Okay, um, this one is very recent and um, I'll tell it first and then there's one that was a couple of years ago and um, there's a real emphasis at church to take the gospel out because Jesus said to and uh -huh. because we know him and we want other people to know him and so we break up into groups and adults who want to take out young adults can volunteer to do that and so I volunteered and um, our first one was um, we called it a treasure hunt and it was to sit and pray and ask God to give us clues like if it's a male or female or what color shirt they have on or something like that and um, then we got our clues to go find that person and sometimes it was in a mall uh, sometimes it was just walking around the grocery store and uh, so one time um, we felt like he was leading us to a grocery store and we went there and um, there was a couple and we thought that's who God is pointing out and we went over to him and um, said we feel like God has led us to you and that you need prayer is there something you want prayer for and they started crying and told us they just lost their baby. Their baby had died. And so we just put our arms around them and started praying for them. And afterwards, they 
were so grateful because they felt like they needed to feel his love and to have prayer and to have hope from the prayers to God. And so that was very encouraging to us. Wow. So you just, you met with a group of people and you prayed, God, we're available. Send us, send us to someone who needs to hear mm -hmm. from you. And tell us what they look like or what they're wearing, where they uh -huh. are. And then as you're praying, you get some ideas or thoughts that come to your mind mm -hmm. about clothing and location. And then you just went there. And, and there they were. And there they were. <laughs> and it was this couple that had lost a baby. Uh -huh. Wow. So when you made yourself available, God just said, all right, I'll, I'll send you to a couple that need to know that I love them and I know what's going on. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's one <laughs> one story where God used you to encourage someone. You were, you were telling me about a story with an emergency room. Okay. <laughs> well, we were driving along and trying to decide where to go next. And the ones in the back seat were praying. And I was looking around and I saw a hospital. And I said, let's go there. I think that's where God's leading us. So we went to a, the emergency room. And we went in the emergency room, and two people took off just to pray around the area, and three of us stayed in the emergency room, and uh, I wasn't one of those. I was out walking. And uh, we came back, and they were just so excited uh, because this woman, we, we all saw her when we went in, was bent over and could not stand up and uh, was in pain, and so, um, we went on our walk, but they stayed and prayed for her. And when we came back, she was standing up straight and smiling. I said the pain was all gone. <laughs> <laughs> and so she left. The, did she leave the emergency room? We don't know if she tried to explain to the doctor or <laughs> if, if she just took off and left. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, your church. This is pretty common for your church in Austin to go out on these kind of outreaches where people gather and pray. And so you were sharing with me, you're 78 years old. Mm -hmm. And is it like this? the elderly people in the church do this or? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Who, who's going it's out? It's mostly the young adults. And um, I guess the reason I love it is because for about six years I was in YWAM. And I just loved doing it. And we went every Friday night and got to see God use us. And it's just so thrilling and such an honor. So you just, you get together with these, these young people in their 20s. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and you do it every Friday night? Uh, it's just started. In Austin? Uh -huh, the last three Friday nights before I came up here in, in, in the church. In the church. Yeah. So you gather at the church? No. Or we you gather went to the church office. The church office. Mm -hmm. And then you pray. Uh-huh. And God tells, like, you get an impression about what part of the city to go to? Yeah, we, we prayed, and then we kind of shared with each other. And... Um, some went towards the university, some uh -huh. went downtown, and we went to an area called Sixth Street. Okay. And um, there are a lot of uh, homeless and 
um, just not a, a real uh, site for a good part of town. Uh -huh. You know, lots of bars and uh -huh. things like that. Okay. So we went there. So a couple team, three teams diff went out to different parts of the city, uh -huh. and your team went to the shady, dangerous part uh -huh. <laughs> where the homeless people are. And so what what happened? Uh, well, I was driving, and it's real hard to find a parking place down here. And uh, I saw one that said 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. So I parked the car as quick as I could, and. Uh, so we jumped out and we took off walking. This is just a side thing. Um, there was a line two blocks long of people wanting to get tattoos <laughs> for $30. They had a deal that night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so we walked along and just kind of visited with them, but um, nothing, you know, real special spiritually or anything. Uh -huh. And we just kept on and. Um, uh, we came to little groups of like people would be gathered, um, look kind of down and out. And the guys really liked sitting and encouraging these men and found out even a couple of them were pastors who had become alcoholics and lost their churches. And, and they were just so grateful, being just loved and prayed for. And they spent most of their time there. And um, others, Others of us kept walking, and there was a, a young lady who had a job putting, uh, charging batteries on scooters, because scooters are real popular there now. Mm -hmm. And so she was sitting there, and there were a couple of people around her. It was in an area underneath the expressway, which they call Church Under the Bridge, but um, this was Friday night, so it wasn't in Church Under the Bridge. She was just kind of by herself, and so we went over and talked to her for a while and then asked her if she needed prayer for anything, and she said, yes, I have a really bad stomach ache. And so I kind of led that prayer because I was the only woman in our group, and but we all prayed for her, and she just kept looking down at the ground, and then finally we said, are you okay? And she said, the pain is all gone. <laughs> so <laughs> we were very excited <laughs> uh -huh. because we really got to see God work in that way, you know, through healing, um, just right there where we were. And um, another one that I was uh, walking up to the car and as a matter of fact, we were late, but um, there was a deaf woman, and so they asked me to go put my hands on her ears. And uh -huh. so we went over to her because we didn't have much time or I was going to get a ticket. And so I went over and put my hands on her, her ears, and the people around her said, oh, she's so depressed, she can't help it. You know, and um, so we said, well, we'd like to pray. And... Um, so we prayed for her, and she just lit up with joy. Mm. She was just dancing around. Wow. So we kept saying, can you hear, can you hear? And she said no. Uh -huh. And so um, we couldn't stay because of the problem with the car, getting a ticket. I knew it'd be $60, and uh, so we went on, but as we went, we walked and prayed, and. 
we all got this sense that she was going to wake up the next morning uh-huh. and hear that her uh-huh. ears would be cleared. So we, we got up to where my car was, and my car was up on a tow truck. Oh. Covered with chains and straps. <laughs> Which is expensive <laughs> in the States <laughs> if your car gets towed. Yeah, about $400. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. And so, as you can imagine, um, I was pretty upset, and I kept saying, please don't take my car, please don't take my car. And, and the guys were trying to kind of reason with the driver, and he hadn't actually, he had the car up there, but he wasn't ready to drive yet. Uh-huh. And they even offered him money, and he wouldn't take it. And um, this went on for a good, I'd say, 20 minutes. And then finally, he just said, okay, but I want $150. And I said, I'll pay for it. And he bought me the credit card thing so I could stick my credit card yeah, in. Yeah. And, um, and he was, you know, real angry. He was, uh, you know, probably exhausted. And uh, he got in his car, or he got up on the tow truck and started undoing all the chains, and he wouldn't let the guys help him. And then he rolled the car down, and we drove off and went back to our meeting place. So you had been doing this outreach, and now you had to pay $150 (laughs) because you guys took too long (laughs) in the parking spot. So how are you feeling at that moment? Oh, I was so wiped out. You know, just the sight of my car being carried off and not knowing what to do about it and, you know, $400 to get it back and so anyway. $400 is about 12,000 in teeth is it yeah yeah so anyway I kind of relaxed after I did get the car back but I was just really wiped out from the whole thing and uh, we drove back and meanwhile one of the guys had called our leader and told him what had happened and he said well a lot of the the young people have had to go, but there are a few still here, and the door's unlocked, so come on in when you get back. So we drove back and uh, went in, and he said, how are you doing, Diane? <laughs> 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 I'm not doing real good. <laughs> that was really upsetting. <laughs> he said, well, we have a surprise for you. And I said, what? <laughs> um, and I was thinking, what could be a surprise at this point? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he said, we want to show you the generosity of God. And I said, okay, you know what? And all the young people in the room, including him, came over and just started stuffing money into my purse while I was sitting there. Mm. And I just couldn't believe what was going on. <laughs> and so... I just sat there and then I waited until most everybody left and then I drove home. Uh huh. And when I got home, I opened up my purse and um, there was over three hundred dollars in there. And um, so, so it's just these young people who their leader says, "Let's let's show God's generosity," yeah. and so they just started and just feeling, gave. knowing where their money comes from, knowing. You know, it was God's anyway, and just faith, generous hearts, and um, yeah. How did you feel then? Well, (laughs) I felt a lot of things. I just felt 
overwhelmed and then just thinking about how amazing God is and that I'd honestly forgotten um, that part of him because I didn't I worked you know and I I had my own income and I didn't have to look to God to pay for things anymore like I did in Wyland mm -hmm. but I certainly saw it all those years in but I'd forgotten that he provides what's the verse exceedingly abundantly more than we can, can ask, ask or think amen. and I had more than I could ask or think and, and so um, anyway um, so you were you, the the fine that you had to pay or the the penalty you had to pay was one hundred fifty dollars, uh -huh. and then the members of your church just put no, money. No, it, it was just that little group. The of little young group, people. just yeah. a, the group of young people who were doing outreach, <laughs> ended up giving you three over three hundred dollars, <laughs> and um, so that more than pays for for the cost of getting your car towed. Yeah, and. Now, you mentioned that you were with YWAM. Mm -hmm. And for people who don't know what YWAM is, Youth with a Mission, it's this mission organization uh -huh. where people from around the world raise support. They get people uh -huh. to give them money so they can go out and do evangelism and discipleship. And you did that for how many years? Six. Six. And how, how old were you when you joined <laughs> YWAM? Well, I went up when I went. It was close to my birthday, and I turned uh -huh. 50. You turned 50. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> you weren't exactly a youth with a mission, but uh, in a later season of life. And so you said that reminded you of God's generosity. Can you, what's, what's one of your stories from YWAM about God's generosity? Well, my favorite one is um, I love to go on outreaches, and there was one to Russia. And I was just sitting at work at the typewriter, and this young lady that I got to lead to the Lord years before, I mean, she even got me to YWAM, years before um, walked in and she said, um, what'd you think about that outreach coming up? And named all the people who were going and said, oh, I just wanna go so bad. And she said, oh, I figured you did. And she opened up her billfold and gave me $500. <laughs> that her supporters had just given her. <laughs> oh, wow. And so that's kind of how it was there. You know, if you didn't have enough money, everybody around you gave you money. It was like in the book of Acts. <laughs> yeah, so you, know? you had this real longing to go to Russia, but uh -huh. you didn't have the money. So I went and it was, oh gosh, it was about a five month outreach. Uh -huh. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was really amazing. It was a small team, and it was mostly to orphanages. Mm -hmm. And there were people on our team who had practiced skits, and then there was one that had kind of a little uh, keyboard uh -huh. who could do the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we, we did that in several churches, and it included the gospel, and um, then at the orphanages. So this was like 1990. It was after, the, right after the right wall after, came down. Right after, right after. Okay. The wall came down, and and we would sit and talk with a lot of them about 
what life is like now. Uh -huh. And the statement I'll never forget is this professor said, I can't make decisions. I don't know how to make decisions. Mm. Because they had, you know, never... Uh, always had the government make mm -hmm. decisions. The government, yeah. Wow. So you were doing evangelism in your... In your 50s, you're going on outreach with Youth of the Mission. Now you're 78, and you're doing it. Um, Actually, 78 in January. 78 in January. I'm still okay, you're still se only 77. <laughs> only 77. Um, what you know? You've been walking with the Lord for a while. Since I was 30. Since you were 30, and uh, longer than I've been alive, you've been walking with the Lord. What? are some of the lessons you have learned about uh, giving to God? Oh. I mean, we've been, we've been talking about giving, tithing, mm -hmm. giving to the poor. Um, as you've walked with the Lord over so many years, what are some of the lessons that you've learned about giving? Well, um, mostly, I guess it would start from my brother who led me to the Lord was so generous and I saw that example and then also being taught um, in God's word about giving and about tithing and all you know I had an example and I had God's word and <clears throat> so over the years I found that um, when I didn't quite have enough money for my tithe that I wanted to really cut back and, and I did sometimes, I have to admit that. But when I didn't, when I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to give the whole tithe, that it would all come back to me and more. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so after that happens a few times, you know, you, you really know how important it is uh -huh. and how important it is to God to tithe and that he is our provider mm. and it's all his anyway mm -hmm. and he's a good father he never lets us go hungry mm -hmm. so anyway it's it's just no nothing i even think twice about now yeah <coughs> and so tithing uh, there may be some people listening who don't know what tithing is but it's, it's giving 10 percent and it comes from the Old Testament that Abraham gave 10%, Jacob gave 10%, and then Moses uh, gave, the, God gave the law through Moses, which was the command to give 10%. Yeah. And um, you, so this is something you've practiced for years. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who is hearing this for the first time or they've been thinking about it but they're a little bit afraid I mean 10% is, uh, it's significant money <laughs> what would you say to someone who's afraid to take that step and to begin uh, giving to God um, I would just start out praying and just telling God that you're kind of nervous about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know where it's all going to come in. If you give money you haven't given before, um, you know, and just, just tell him how you feel and then go ahead and do it. And do it and just see what he does. 
and see that he's very generous and he just heard about <laughs> my car uh-huh. <laughs> and um, maybe it won't come back to you in big amounts but um, but it comes back to you it comes back to you in joy and it comes back to you in more faith and the money comes back to you too mm-hmm. in ways you wouldn't expect but go for it uh-huh. <laughs> oh good well it's been really good to talk with you diane and you know is there one other story that you want to share with us or that is coming to your mind it could be from any any time nothing's really coming to my mind but it may be because I have jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> and as my grandson says, you have tired brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, none's coming, but there are hundreds of them that <laughs> I could tell over this many years. Uh-huh. You know, of walking with the Lord. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, all right. Thanks so much for, for sharing. And... Uh, telling us your stories about God's goodness and God's provision. Yeah, I think people are really going to be encouraged. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you uh, enjoyed and were encouraged by the podcast today, if you could leave us a, a five-star review and a comment encouraging other people to listen, that would be great. If you would like to learn more about Taipei International Church, you can go to our website, taipeichurch.org. We also have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page and Instagram. And so just search for Taipei International Church. And in response to today's message, I want to encourage you to take action. Uh, Diane, even though she's 78, 77 years old, is going out and sharing the gospel with people. And if you're part of the TIC community, and you would be interested in doing the kind of outreach uh, she does, send us an email and we will connect you with Diane and help you to get, uh, get an opportunity uh, to do that kind of outreach. And if you are encouraged to give, you can contact our office of giving at taipeichurch.org and uh, we can help you get, up, get set up to start giving to TIC. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I pray that you have a blessed week, and we'll see you next time on the TIC Podcast.